Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello and welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg in the Gross Point office. This week, I'm going to be talking about Roth IRAs and specifically Roth IRAs for your children. Now, the recent legislation, which we spoke about last week in our episode on the Secure Act 2.0, we mentioned that there are changing rules with portability, if you will, of 529 plans. And in some cases, you are eligible to roll a portion of your 529 savings into a Roth IRA in the name of the beneficiary due to this new legislation. Now, there are some restrictions on that, like you need to have had the 529 plan established for 15 years. That's a big one. And then also, um, there are limitations to how much that you can roll over into a Roth IRA from a 529. Now, because of this change, I've gotten a lot of questions and I've seen people posting like in my mom's group questions on, ooh, maybe I should move the 529 to a Roth plan instead. Now, I don't want to really get into the weeds on that, but this has brought up questions about Roth IRAs for children and which are better for college savings as well as if your children are eligible for a Roth IRA or any IRA prior to having earned income. So that's really what I want to focus on here today is um, some of the benefits of starting a Roth IRA for your children, criteria for being able to do so, and then just uh, the logistics of actually setting one up. So now there's always an option to do a custodial Roth IRA. Keeping in mind, just a little refresher here, a Roth IRA is a type of individual retirement account that allows for tax-free withdrawals in retirement. It is typically only available to those individuals who have earned income, and the contributions are not tax-deductible as they are with a traditional IRA. Your child may have income before they reach the age of majority. So you can open what's called, again, a custodial Roth IRA and contribute after-tax money that your child then in retirement, and in some cases, other circumstances prior to retirement, withdraw tax-free. And the contribution limits are a little tricky because they are the same as with an adult IRA or Roth IRA, excuse me. So the catch, though, is that they must have earned income in the amount that's contributed. So if your child has a summer job lifeguarding and makes $2,500 for the summer, they can contribute up to $2,500 for the year, if that's how much they made for the entire year, in wages, salaries, and tips earned from working or self-employment income, um, keeping in mind that investment income, such as interest, dividends, capital gains, does not qualify as earned income 
for the purpose of contributing to a custodial Roth IRA. So that is something to note there. I know when my kids start earning W-2 income, they're probably going to spend it the second it hits their bank account. But you as the parent can contribute the total amount of what they earned for the year. So it is a nice way to start saving for your kids' retirement, continuing on a legacy if you have the extra money available to do so. And so I thought it was worth mentioning because I was surprised at how many people didn't realize that this was an option uh, when this new rule came out with the 529 being able to transfer that to a Roth. I found that people were not aware that a custodial Roth IRA is something that has been available. And again, a great tool. Love Roth IRAs for everyone. The advantage of starting, though, a custodial IRA when your children are younger, obviously starting early in any investment is great, but also if they become high income earners, which we all hope our children do at some point, they may not be eligible to contribute very long into their career, which means if you start for them, so even if they just do a couple years when they have a summer job and then you don't contribute anymore and just let that grow, again, that tax deferred growth is huge. And then tax-free withdrawals, you're certainly setting up your children for a nice retirement someday. I do like to note, and I tell everyone this, make sure your retirement is good. Especially moms, my mom's out there. We always want to take care of our children. We think of our children sometimes first before ourselves. I know with my teenage daughter, There are certainly things, clothing items that I would like for myself, and I kind of use my clothing budget to buy things for her because, I don't know, it brings me joy. It makes me happy to see her happy. I don't want to spoil her, but I think sometimes parents do that when it comes to either saving for college education or saving, in this case, in a custodial Roth IRA when they should really be putting those extra dollars to work for their own retirement And there are other ways to pass that money on if you don't need it in retirement to your children when they're adults. So just like to get that little disclaimer in there, something to think about um, if you are thinking about opening up a Roth IRA for your child. Now, before when I was talking about earned income, I mentioned W-2 income and also self-employed income. Now, you may be thinking, oh, my child babysits or mows some lawns or maybe, you know, thinking about creating an LLC or an S-Corp for them so that they can claim self-employed income in order to contribute. Now, here is the catch with self-employed income for minors. So you may be thinking, well, hey, my son cuts lawns, my daughter babysits, whatever it may be that you're thinking, I could maybe use that to open up and contribute to a Roth IRA What I want you to consider is, are they going to be filing taxes? They're supposed to file a tax return once their income exceeds their standard deduction. But an example here is if a 15-year-old works after school and earns less than $12,950, they would not owe anything in taxes. Even so, it is possible their employer withheld taxes from their paycheck. So they'll have to file a tax return in order to obtain a refund. So it may be worth filing taxes for them. If you have self-employment income, you are supposed to, if your minor makes more than $400 
for the tax year 2022 and self-employment income you're supposed to file, they will have to pay Social Security or Medicare taxes regardless of their total earnings. So I'm not saying not to file earnings from self-employment, but what I'm saying is if you want to contribute self-employment earnings into a Roth IRA, you're going to have to file a tax return, which means you're also going to have to have them pay Social Security and Medicare taxes on those earnings. So just something to think about. It's certainly worth talking to an accountant if you have a CPA for your returns. Talk about the numbers with them. Now back to the original question that I get, which is, which is a better vehicle for saving for college, a Roth IRA or a 529 plan? Certainly, every situation is different. So something that you want to talk about your specific situation with a financial advisor, CPA. However, what I will say is the biggest advantage of a custodial Roth IRA used to be that the funds could be used for other purposes, not just college expenses. Whereas with a 529 plan, those funds must be used for qualified education expenses in order to have those tax-free withdrawals of earnings. Uh, Otherwise, there'd be a 10% penalty. However, with the new Secure Act 2.0, now allowing future 529 assets, so those that you've held for more than 15 years, a portion of those to be rolled into a Roth IRA, that really gives you some flexibility where if your child gets a scholarship or they don't go to college, There were some loopholes with 529 plans, but now it's very clear that you can change those assets from education assets to retirement assets. So that's not so much of a conflict anymore. I would say the biggest thing between the two, which is why I like the 529 plan for my children for college education purposes, is that those assets, I am the owner. With a custodial Roth IRA, Once your child reaches the age of majority, those are their assets. Whether they use them for retirement or college or liquidate the account (laughs) and YOLO, right? So I like the 529 plan because if one of my children, who say is the beneficiary of that plan, decides they're not going to college and they want to use that money, it's still mine. I'm still the owner and I can change the beneficiary to another one of my children, to my spouse, to myself, and I remain in control of those assets. So I don't think that the custodial Roth will ever take over for college savings. For those that already have 529 assets for their kids' college education, really feel like they have enough I do really like the Roth IRA and the custodial Roth IRA is a good option. I also love it for teaching kids about saving and investing for retirement. It's never too early. And, you know, if they are getting W-2 income, why not open a Roth IRA and maybe have them put a little bit of their summer earnings into that Roth just to kind of teach them. So I'm not saying that it replaces the 529 plan. But I guess what I would say is maybe do both. But again, make sure that your retirement 
is taken care of and that you're on the right path, especially if you're contributing your money, not your children's earnings. So so that pretty much covers custodial Roth IRAs versus 529 plans, as well as the new legislation surrounding that portability from the SECURE Act 2.0. And as always, if you're listening and you feel like this episode is helpful, we love when you share it with others, either on social media or just send it to a friend that may also find it helpful. And thank you for listening to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.